0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, I did mention at the start of the show that we heard from the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly um, regarding your stories that you first raised here with us on the show last week and we've been talking about it every single day because of the volume and the number of people who've been getting in touch and uh, the health minister um, talked about it. He said he's heard some of the testimonies raised here on the programme by you and it was brought up at the uh, Oireachtas Health Committee meeting yesterday. We brought you the details of that by um, Sinn Féin's health spokesperson David Cullinan. Uh, David is with us on the programme. David, there's now going to be a special committee to deal specifically with the issues raised here on Lunchtime Live. What can you tell us about it?
1: Yeah, well, it's a, a special hearing of the Oireachtas Health Committee. So we have invited, in the first instance, the healthcare trade unions, which would be the Irish nurses, and midwives organisation, the Irish medical organisation, SIP2's health division and FORSA. And what we wanted to hear in the first instance is from the worker representatives as to the extent of this problem, uh, their knowledge of the problems, their view, I suppose, of, from their members, Of the processes in place in terms of the HSE? Are people being listened to? Are the processes up to date? Issues we spoke about before in relation to training for management. But when I spoke to some of those uh, unions and bodies myself, they talk about the culture which leads to all of this. And Mm. we know it's a highly pressurised work environment. We know healthcare professionals are working very long hours, endless overtime. Uh, We also know there is a, a very high volume of assaults. And then on top of that, we we now know that there has been numerous allegations of bullying and harassment. A lot of those testimonies uh, came to your own programme. And we want to look at all of that in its totality, but put a focus on bullying and harassment and and get to the bottom of the extent of it. On the one hand, uh, the volume of complaints, and we want to hear from the HSE and get as much information from them as possible before the hearing. Uh, And also, in a sense of their processes and procedures and then following that, I would hope that we can then invite in the HSE to have a very straight conversation with them in relation to whether or not people are being listened to, that complaints are being acted on fairly and properly, that the processes uh, are what they should be, uh, and that we're doing everything possible to ensure that the health and the safety and the well-being of those who work in our health services uh, is being protected and valued and and delivered upon. So that's the objective of of the hearing. Mm. Uh, So it will be in two parts, in the first instance, on on the first session, which is on the 8th of February, to hear from the healthcare trade unions, and then a follow-on session where we will hear directly from the HSE, and we can put, obviously, the questions that will arise from the first session, directly to the head of the HSE and and HR management within the HSE.
0: So uh, I suppose it's a sense of um, hearing the the extent again of the issues um, raised here in the show but also from the unions and then to uh, talk to the HSE to assess how robust I suppose their procedures are and the policies that they've in place.
1: Yes and I think we have to take the issues very seriously and I certainly do. I was alarmed at the volume of calls that came into your own show. And I have to say, since then, lots of people have contacted me directly through email, through phone calls, through text messages, and have raised concerns themselves and Mm. and want to talk to me about their experience. So sometimes when the lid is lifted off an issue like this, it is then people coming forward and people giving their stories and their testimonies. And I think the sheer volume of what we're hearing from people has to be alarming. It has to be something that the Minister for Health has to take seriously, and I heard what he said to your uh, programme on that, but also it has to be an issue that the HSE takes seriously. So what we can do in the Health Committee, I suppose, is shine a spotlight on the issue by, in the first instance, giving a platform to the representative bodies of staff to hear directly uh, their experience coming from their members as to how prevalent this issue is, and also their view on whether or not the processes and the procedures are robust. And then second of all, we can then put questions to the HSE and ask the hard questions of them. If we feel that the systems are not robust and people are not getting a fair hearing, and I certainly will be talking to many people who have contacted mm. me over the last number of days uh, in advance of those sessions so that I can bring those experiences directly into that hearing and the hearings then with the HSE. Yeah,
0: I I know since you mentioned there um, David, since you spoke to us here on on the show, you know, that people have been getting in contact with you. It's pretty phenomenal, isn't it? The extent of the stories.
1: It is and it's harrowing because, you know, I know that bullying and harassment in any work environment is a very, very traumatic experience for an individual and, uh, you know, I know many people who have claimed and alleged uh, that they have been bullied Uh, and it's been proven when it's gone through processes where people have been held to account. And it eats away at somebody's confidence, their self-esteem, if they have to go into a very highly pressurised work environment anyway and then they're working in an environment where they feel they're being bullied or intimidated or harassed or whatever they might feel. Uh, We have a deep obligation, in my view, to all workers, but particularly those who work in really highly pressurised work environments to make sure that their health and their well-being is protected. Yeah. The system and processes have to protect those. So I'm shocked, I have to say, about the volume of, of cases which has been brought to my office and took to my attention since you started to highlight the programme and, and also the volume and the extent of of the uh, the uh, messages that have come to your programme. And, and on top of that, when you consider almost 5,000 assaults or near misses on frontline healthcare workers, and on top of that, the long errors, the overtime, the overcrowding, a system stretch to capacity, it really is a, a priority issue that has to be given a priority yeah. by the health of. Well, and by the HSE. I know the,
0: I know the listeners here to the programme have taken um, some comfort from that, even, you know, when hearing it since we mentioned it, and it was on the news there with Eamon a little earlier as well, um, and I can see the texts coming in from people just to say delighted to hear that this issue first raised by Kate on your programme last week I don't think any of us thought that it would be brought um, to this level and, and to get such a I suppose national attention from it too uh, David Cullen and Sinn Féin's health spokesperson listen David thank you for um, the update joining us here in the show today look we, we will bring you the details of this health committee meeting when it happens on the 8th of February the first session and the second hearing too uh, we will stay on this issue we did promise you that